0: The DadCast, episode 43, Four Squat and Seven Months Ago. This week's DadCast is brought to you by Split Reason t-shirts. Visit us at twofatdads.com forward slash splitreason. And three, two, nearly live from the Valois... Ah, train station live. of Point Claire <laughs> Bay. How's this go again?
1: Nearly live from the Wendy studio house of... No, something like that. Nearly live from the Wendy House studios of Valois Bay. It's ah. a two fat dads. Why did you talk
2: over me? Oh, I'm sorry. That was a perfect intro. Go again. No. No, no, go ahead. I can't Please. work like that. Please, I want you to go again. Nearly live from the Wendy House <clears> studios throat> throat>
0: of. Sorry, Fuck. sorry. Is that me?
2: <laughs> Your job is hard.
0: <laughs> My job is hard? Yes, thank you. I'm glad somebody finally realized it. All right. You want to try it again? Try it again, Steve. One, one time.
2: Sorry. No, I'm not. The moment's
0: gone. No, it's it's still there. Go ahead. I'll give it to Eric if you don't say it.
2: Nearly live from the Wendy House Studios of Valo Bay. It's a two fat dads. And what are we doing? Oh, that's your job.
0: It's a dad cast. <laughs> Hi everybody. We're kind of back. We're we're kind of here. Um, uh, I think we're back. It, it sounds like we're here. Uh, Eric, you here? I'm here. That's Eric. He's Hi. talking. Live from the other side of the bar. Don't, don't drink all the scotch. I know you brought the bottle, but don't drink all the scotch.
1: Why well, not? I brought a straw.
0: Because you'll be doing a Mishmarnaparni talk later on. And over on the, uh, the, the castle of Magoo, what do we call your place again?
2: Uh, the Grassy Knolls of Kirkland, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, the Grassy Knolls of Kirkland. The Chateau Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Mr. Steve. How are you? Doing great. I I am actually doing uh, doing pretty good. I've been in, uh, apart from the fact I was in an eighteen hour meeting. It feels like. um, I have a brand new follower on my Twitter list. I'm very happy. Uh, Miss, uh, you guys might remember her as the epic, uh, awesome, super cute nineteen. I will say ninety ish. uh, (laughs) Much music VJ Erica M is following me on the Twitters. Isn't that cool? Lucky you!
2: How how'd you score that?
0: Well, I was reading one of uh, Amber Macarthur's uh, Amber Max uh, tweets, and uh, she said uh, she retweeted something Erica M did, and I'm like, "Hang on a minute! I know that face." Of course, I, of course I remember that face is tattooed to the back of my 13 year old brain. Um, that's Erica M. So I, I checked out, and the, and and her Twitter handle is at Yummy Mummy Club. Uh, and that's erica m s new project it's the yummy cl- yummy mummy is that right steve or is it yummy mummy it's uh yummy mummy that's it yummy mummy it is an awesome site i'm on the front page right now i won't be on there tomorrow uh, <laughs> and uh she she we had a little uh little little tweet i told her hi and she hied back and then i had a perma smile for a while and now i'm very uh I'm very very proud because she's following me. So thank you. Um, don't worry, this won't turn into any kind of stalking event or anything. I'm just gonna read every tweet, hoping you mention my name again. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the last few, right? <laughs> so so I, I've been kind of in my day, Erica M. Hey yay! <laughs> I love the internet. So how's everybody been? How was uh, how was rehab, Eric? rehab i don't know like why else <laughs> why else why else would we have been gone for like nine months oh yes <laughs> we're sorry everybody we didn't mean to abandon you um there's there there comes a time apparently in your children's lives where you need to be present more and apparently this is the year <laughs> where, <laughs> where all of us are a little bit busier than we usually are uh i i have to admit i i, I took a, a side step last year from coaching too much soccer uh, and then I, I coached one team of soccer and now I'm coaching ringette. Uh, but we're not skiing. But it, it doesn't matter. You try to balance your 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 uh, your social kind of sporty kind of life, and you still end up on, on the losing end of the time war. So um, uh, I'm I'm not ready anytime soon to play the doctor. <laughs> and Steve Steve is you, Where's Where's your day gone? I don't even know. I don't even know where you've been. I, I think I spend it mostly
2: in meetings, uh, maybe just one epic meeting, I'm not sure, but uh, it seems like a lot of meetings, and uh, uh, I think I need help.
0: Because cause, cause you haven't really been there for, for us. I mean, you, you built your nice workbench. We'll talk about that a little later on, but uh, no no, no, no posting. We haven't heard any GPS updates in a while. Um
2: yeah, yeah I mean, that, that, that's because everybody's getting out of the GPS business. That's yeah. why there's no GPS updates.
0: That's probably why Eric's prepping a new TomTom Tom article instead. Then. <laughs> anyway, so we, we, it's, been, it's been a busy year. We, Steph's even going on a Pirates of the Caribbean cruise next, uh, next week, so we don't even know. I, I didn't realize that he was actually going on a cruise. You mean he's coming out of the wow layer? Yeah, this is going, he's coming out of wow and going straight into the pirate layer. <laughs> so I don't even know how that's happening. So it should be pretty cool. So uh so I'm I'm glad, glad we're back. We have a we have a few things to talk about. Let's let's start off with, uh, with 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 Steve's epic workbench. Uh uh what brought this on, Steve? I, I seem to remember this this gray slab of wood in the corner of your workbench of your your, your basement and that seemed to be more than enough. What uh, what brought on the uh, the need for uh uh killing another uh, redwood cedar?
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're actually being too generous. Uh our, our our mechanical room or furnace room in the basement um, had uh, a desk that was left behind. You know those little student desks with the little bookshelf on top of it, on one end, and uh, made of press wood. And on the other half of the room, uh, it was a, a kitchen counter, and it wasn't even a flat surface. It had kind of a raised bull nose in the front. So if I wanted to put anything down and put it flat, I couldn't. It was always angled by like ten degrees. So I said, you know what, I, it was always for the last two years, in fact, it's been on the back burner. I've been sort of thinking about it, but never really having the time to do it. And over the holidays, I sort of took some time, put pencil to paper and drafted three three revisions of, of the plans that I wanted to put together and I ended up building a monstrous workbench. Uh, it's 96 inches wide by uh, 30 inches deep. And then I have another five foot extension that goes perpendicular to it that's about twenty inches deep and there's a shelf below each one uh for tons of storage and stuff so it's um it wasn't an expensive project to do, and it took me a better part of two days to put it all together but uh finally, I have an area that I can actually you know Break things on and maybe fix a couple of things if I'm lucky.
0: So did you did you actually uh, did you actually make it cheaper than it would be to buy one of those like pre made Home Depot workbenches that you, you just have to slot together a few Allen keys? I, I didn't like any of the things I saw online
2: that were prefab, um, just because they weren't the right sizes. I wanted something big, and the only ones that could have gone big were the ones where you had to buy the wood separate and the fasteners were just came in a kit. And again, I didn't like the way they were sort of configured, and it looked like they'd be wobbly. And I really wanted something that was solid. All I did was build two by fours and and put uh, uh, with plywood. You know, I just, in some cases, uh, you know, made them too wide or uh, too deep uh, and, you know, reinforced with three quarter plywood on the decks and on the side, used five eighths to sort of make a, a, a back. You know, kind of a backsplash, the back piece, and on the two on the two far ends, I, I capped it with plywood, and it sort of prevents the, the 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 workbench from twisting. Because the last thing you want is when you have something viced in and you're trying to plane it that the workbench starts moving with you. You know, as you're trying to bite into the wood. <laughs> so I, I didn't trust any of the ones that that. You know, if it was just for the garage to put things on and to you know I, maybe, but. It really wasn't complicated to build. It was, uh, you know, three eighths bolts and some screws uh, to put it together. And, you know, to put something together that's square and plumb is not hard. So, uh, you know, definitely it's not like building my own kitchen cabinets. I mean, that would be a totally different level of effort. Well, that but is for, step two, I hear. Well, I think that's probably step nine. Uh, my neighbor across the street has been re- building his own kitchen cabinets for the last uh, year and a half. And the amount of effort and precision that goes into building cabinetry is way different than the amount of precision that goes into building a workbench.
0: No, no. You can get, you can buy them at Ikea and and assemble them and you can tell people you built them and they'll believe you. Oops. I let that one out of the bag.
2: Yeah, I know there's hundreds <laughs> and th- thousands of dads that are shaking their fists at their computers right now.
0: Why, you internet geek, you? <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I, I admit I have um... – I I have a a cheap like what you said garage workbench and uh, and and most of the time when I'm doing any kind of serious work what I'll do is I have a couple of doors left over from from when we moved in that I'm not actually doing anything with and and uh, I just put them between a couple of little uh, horses and 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 do any kind of serious work in the yard but I never I I don't think I've ever done any real work in the winter like I am totally that that. Uh, that ant that stockpiles everything in the summer and then does everything in the winter. If that is – or just relaxes in the winter. or, or Is that how it goes? La famille la cigale? Mm-hmm. But, no. But, yeah. No.
1: like, that's my thing. I got to do all my work outside. There's no way I could I – could. Well, you have a garage. It's just it's not heated. Yeah. But, well yeah. – Because your
0: garage is outside.
1: The garage also, and the garage is also full of kids' toys and stuff like
0: that yeah that's, that's that, that that's the problem when you have kids is that your garage is no longer yours it's just a place where your, your wife puts stuff and and that is that is our garage it's a sports uh, right now it's a sports holder for a lot of stuff so we have skis we have a lot of we have a lot of hockey rigged gear we have a lot of different sports gear all over the place and and, and a washing machine, which I still can't just give away. So if you're in the Montreal area and you're looking for a Maytag top-loading uh, washing machine, not a dishwasher, a washing machine, uh, you can have it for like 25 bucks. but the only condition is you have to come pick it up. Uh, you can uh, at reply me or, or, or send me an email at uh, johnnycanuck at twofatdads.com, and we'll take it offline. Uh, but, yeah, that is definitely uh, – you know, I just want it, I want it out of my garage now, okay? And if you want – Fifty dollars, and I'll put a two-four of beer inside the washing machine. Um, so just just putting it out there. You know,
1: uh, every, every night before garbage pickup, there's some guy who drives around with this.
0: But it's perfectly good it, to put it out in the garbage is 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 bad because somebody needs a washing machine, right? So if it was bad and it didn't want to, it didn't work. That would be one thing. Yeah, I'd, I'd put it in the guy could scrap metal it. But this is like this is brand new when we moved into the house, and it's just basically sat in the garage. Because we had a, a, a front loader, not a top loader, but a front loader. And I, there's a part of me that can't throw it out because it's in perfectly good working condition. And there's somebody out there who who needs this, who can't afford a $150, $200, $300 uh, uh, washing machine. It's there. We put on Kijiji. Uh, if it's only $25, who's going to want it? We try why, don't you, it out- why don't you free cycle it? Uh, we could try free cycling it. But yeah, part of, part of me is still cheap. It's, it's a slight Scottish part of me. Uh, <laughs> you should see it as the value of getting it off your hands. I, I, this summer will happen, I think. Either that or it will be at the bottom of Lake St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> or so. you
2: need a boat to get it out
0: there. Ah, problem solved. <laughs> oh, nice segue. Nice segue. So I, I bought a boat, guys. Mm-hmm. We, we have a yacht. It's a How two, long does it take to inflate it? It's a two-fat yacht.
2: <laughs> I have one request. Yes. Um when we're on the boat, I call dibs on being able to say on Twitter, "I'm on a boat."
0: I'm on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely say that. That's not a problem. There will definitely be. I think there will be a dad cast on the boat at least once, even if it's like five seconds and it goes on audio boo. We have to do something on board. So I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm very excited. I'm very, it's our summer vacation. We're not going anywhere. We're boating around Lake St. Louis, uh, or maybe go up to Oka. You know, Lake of Two Mountains. Take it easy. You know, just chill out. Just have a bit of fun. See if we like sailing. I, I know I like sailing. I'm going to see if we like sailing as a family. And if we like sailing as a family, it, it could turn into something nice. Or it could be the thing I do away from the family, uh, which <laughs> I think is going to be very unpleasant for most of my family. So we're hoping that everybody's going to enjoy, enjoy the boat time. So we'll see. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really looking forward to it. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and yes, you- yes, you will have to call me captain when you board my ship. <laughs> I will be that guy. Don't worry about it. So that that's that's my little segue to that thing there. So anyways, can
2: can I have an honorary um ranking?
0: Yes, I will make you uh either uh jib man. Will get you,
1: a, you will get you a green shirt a red shirt to wear while you're on the boat.
0: That's not fair. I, I was reserving that one for you, Eric. <laughs> 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 Stefan is honorary boatmaster because he is uh he is a competitive sailor. So I am going to make him boat master while I am the skipper, and uh, there is a there's an opening for there's an opening for. Uh, uh, can we sing uh, the Gilligan's Island theme tune when <laughs> yes. we're on the boat? We can only if you wear that hat. There is a <laughs> there is a there is an opening for a uh, spinnaker dude, a jib guy, and a trim girl. So <laughs> those are the those are my postings. <laughs> I think Trim Girl will be occupied by my daughter, uh, my 12-year-old daughter, who will be sailing with us this summer. And the other ones are open to, to whoever wants to. And I always need people to ride the rail. What so, about Ballast? That's riding the rail. I was trying to find a new nice name for, for Ballast, but that's basically uh, some, some, some passenger's job. would be to sit on the side and make sure the boat doesn't keel over too far. Oh, nice tweet, Mr. Magoo. You like that to to Amber Mac? Uh, wow! I'll take '90s references for two hundred dollars. Nice to see Erica M again. You <laughs> you just, just edging. You didn't even use her. You didn't even use her. You're not, she's not going to follow you if you don't actually use her Twitter handle.
2: That'll be with the follow up.
0: Ah, I see. I see,
2: First I see. you rear them in, and um,
0: so yeah. I, I was. I was reviewing my my Twitter uh, stats there, and it said I've been online since February two thousand and seven. Okay, that's five years, guys. We've wow, been, we've been twittering, or tweetering, or tweeting, or tooting for five years. Fifteen thousand tweets, and not an interesting thing to say <laughs> the entire time.
2: <laughs> Feel fulfilled? You know what? It's, um, <laughs> I've had two lives right now on Twitter. My first life, and then I did the social network bankruptcy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm in my second, uh, I'm in the, my second phase.
0: The second coming of Steve.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> my relaunch. Um, I'm getting there again. <laughs> I, I was actually looking at what I was getting on Twitter. I'm not seeing a whole lot of those high value
0: tweets I well, used no, to you, see. You were you were trolling for Brent Haven and Griffin Gear. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> all all gifts accepted. Care of Steve at twofatdads. dot com. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but seriously, I, I'm actually um, I I kind of did what you did. I, I had that 300 following way too many people that I I know I, I know about, and I uh, uh, just recently brought it down to about 105, 106 uh, people I'm following. Um, I'm I'm getting about that back in in people who are following me, so I'm getting almost reciprocal uh, follow back for the the, the people I actually care about. Um, I'm I'm really cut out all the services, all the crap stuff like the the CNBCs and the, the people that you know like are basically just advertising something, and those are gone. Um, unless it's somebody really really funny like Jimmy Fallon or Tony Hawk. Though the, the basic celebrities are gone, everybody else is people I read, people I respect, people I've had a conversation here and there with, uh, Erica M, uh, whom uh, has a secret crush on me apparently now. Uh, no, I'm kidding, um, and and stuff like that. And um, tonight, today, like, so I had a I had a ten hour meeting today, and out of my meeting, I said I'm going to sit on the train, and instead of going through Reader and going through all the crap stuff that came in through the RSS feed, I'm just going to go and from, because I'm using TweetMarker now, so it says when I started and when I finished. I'm going to go from my start point and I'm going to go all the way to now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do basically Tweet Timeline Zero, like, uh, like Inbox Zero, but with your Tweet Timeline. And I actually had like a pretty cool train ride home uh, at 6.30. I, I went through all the stuff, caught up with everything, read all the people, and I was glad that the people I'm following are really cool and interesting. So if I'm following you... And 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 you're listening to this Dadcast. Thank you very much. Um, but also thank you for being really cool and interesting. I I really appreciate you guys being there and 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 you know making me smile every once in a while and uh, and and making me think here and there. That's that's good. I really appreciate that, guys. So I'm I'm getting back from Twitter a little bit more than I was giving in before. So I'm liking it.
1: Yeah. No. I uh, over Christmas I started a, a major purge. Started with some of the RSS feeds and Twitter and everything that was duplicated. Yeah. Like any any any. You know, blog that I was following on Twitter and had the RSS feed from, basically put moved it to a list in Twitter and, and yeah. unfollowed it. From same 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 thing here. Did
0: that gone.
1: Yeah, perfect. And then and then I went to things like like Foursquare. I found I was only using Foursquare when I wanted to tweet a picture about the place where I was at. You know, or or just well, tweet. that's
0: because you were doing old school. You having you were having to Foursquare from SMS. Back in the day. Not- no,
1: you, even with the smartphone, mm-hmm. I, I found like if I was somewhere and it was just, you know, there wasn't any interesting thing to tweet, I wouldn't bother checking in. Okay. So I was like, I, you know, if I'm not if I'm not checking in, and then of course there's the whole douche squat factor, right? Oh,
0: four- I'm so sick and tired of Foursquare right now. Don't even get me st- I'll get, You can get me started on that. I'll, I'll, I'll rant. Go on. So
1: I, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to bother checking into any place that
0: someone is squatting because what's the
1: point? So they just left me with so few places that I regularly checked into. I was like, ah, there's, you know, no, no value to it anymore.
0: So let me have a four squat rant. I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I love four square. I think it's a great now concept. A, a new segment on Too Fat Dad. <laughs> the, the, the angry fat dad rant. Like we've never done that before. So <laughs> <laughs> we, We've never named it before. All right. So, it is brought to you actually by Bite Buyers. <laughs> Recycle your crap at bitebuyers.com. So, let me just uh... <laughs> No, but seriously, go go there and mention uh use a promo code Two Fat Dads and and you'll get a you'll get a discount on it. It's pretty awesome. Um so let me let me let me let me let me rant and rage about Foursquat for a second. I I love FourSquare. I love the idea of FourSquare. Um um it, it it there are some people uh, and, and it's a, you know I'm not, I'm not following a, a load of people on Foursquare. I may be following like maybe 20 people tops. These are people I know, uh, friends. And, and, and if I'm somewhere near them, I kind of want to know because I don't have that much time as a dad of four to get together with these people. So if, if I'm driving by and I find out that Steve's at, at Home Depot and I'm going to the IGA next door, I'm going to make a detour and go to the Home Depot. So I love that idea of, 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 of Foursquare. It's great. However – sometime it became this thing where it was, a, it was a collection to get the most badges and the most mayorships possible, right? And, and then they created this API, and everybody jumped into the API and started building stuff that would automatically let you check into places four or five times a day, even if you never go there. They're basically saying, I always go there, so I'm going to check in there every day anyways, so I can maintain my mayorship. Like, I'm sorry, if you're too lazy to get off your fat butt and get down to that place and and, and give the guy some custom who has that spot, so like... Let's take one of my favorite joints in the world, right? It's just changed hands right now. I don't know if it's gonna continue to be my favorite place in the world, but Frank and Fred's Deli. It's a great place here in the village. It's it's good cold cuts, good coffee in the morning, nice danishes, I share them with Steve every once in a while. Uh, Eric, if you ever, ever you, you know, got, got to work later that, that he'd get one too, but anyways, it doesn't matter. So we, it's a great place and it's a local place that the Frank and Fred, they're fantastic. They were nice guys. And I was checking in, I was promoting them. I was ans- answering local mind questions about it. That was great. And then some douche, and there's no other word for it, some douchebag SEO marketing dickhead decides that he's going to come and four squat the place. And then he puts a whole bunch of crappy stuff in it, and suddenly he's – but this guy has like 200 mayorships ships in the West Island.
1: None no, no, of these. no, no. no.
0: Sorry, it's not 200 in just the West. It's 200 in our own little community. Yeah, 200 in like, this area, right? He's, so one, He's checking into bars at like 7 in the morning. Yeah, 6.30 in the morning. I'm, I'm, I'm evicted from a bar I go to twice a month. Twice a month I check into this bar. And, and, it, and it really is just an after soccer, quick pint, let's go home, done. I'm checking, you know, what? for the hell of it. I get the mayorship shit one Monday night. Yay, whoa! Tuesday morning, 6.30, I'm evicted. From a bar that's not even open. Right. So how how can how can Kelly's, you know, a bar in the West Island feel good about having uh, a four square thing? Maybe they're doing a 20 percent discount for the mayor if the guy's just a squatter. Right. So this guy's squatting everything in the West Island and trying to promote it as being how expert he is as an SEO kind of super guy. He's just a douche. Right, it's just absolutely ridiculous. So I, even though I'm an admin level two in Foursquare, I, I I tested their BlackBerry app. I I I was the first guy to almost ever use the Android app. I'm and, and I'm 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 an avid guy. You know, I'm, I I go in my database every once a week. I fix all the dupes. I I I I. Uh, I, I, you know, I suggest merges for things. I close down venues that have been shut down for years. You know, I do my active part to maintain my community in Foursquare because I love my, I love where I live. Valois Bay is awesome, and I love it. I'm done with it because Foursquare lets these douchebags do whatever they want, and I, I can't, I can't take it anymore. It's crap. I'm, I think I'm done. I love local mind. I love the idea that mine ties into the Foursquare API and I love Lenny and all the stuff that lenny's doing and and it's a great tool but i I'm, I'm, I think I'm done with all the whole geolocation stuff because there are too many idiots out there who just ruin it for the rest of us right my My level nine barista badge I don't care anymore I'm done i I, I, uh, I, I think i'm done I think I think this is the podcast where I quit Foursquare. Woohoo. I' go get more scotch. We'll drink to that. <sighs> That feels good, actually. I don't have to get wake up at 6.30 in the morning, run down to Frank and Fred's, buy a donut, and then come back again. <laughs> <sighs> Steve, anything to add?
2: Well, I kind of said it all. Um, it's funny because I really don't check into Foursquare anymore. There's no point. There's no no way that you – you know, unless I find a brick – that somebody hasn't found yet or something there's no way that i can actually check into something and make it worth my while so i don't i don't even bother and i don't even check in with pictures anymore because that's what instagram's for right i see something cool i instagram it i don't Foursquare it so i don't know if it was an experiment in geo data capturing or if it was really trying to get people to you know have fun with it it's not fun anymore no um so I I don't know I, I I unofficially quit this thing about two or three months ago.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think
1: I'm following suit. the the idea The idea is still fun, and like JF said, it's kind of neat if you go somewhere, check in, and it says, "Oh, JF's here, Steve's here, uh, you know, et
0: cetera, is et here." And like ah, I mean, I think I've even run into a, a couple of you guys that way.
1: Right, oh, it's, so it's
0: fun. It's fun to get the besties badge, you know. Like you, you, you know. Although Steve refuses to check in the same place as I did now because he's besties with his wife. But anyway, that's another story altogether. Uh, but it's cool to get those kind of badges where you with somebody else and you get a badge for that, you know. And the and the super swarm badge is kind of cool, you know. And 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 there's some there's some cool stuff about it. But there's just like the whole you know local part, the whole geo part of it is kind of gone now because a couple of douchebags have ruined it, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and our community is small I mean there, there's, some, there's some guys who had fun with it at first And we, we had a couple of guys like Chris and John And, and, and some guys in the pool we had, them, we had them like you know roped into Foursquare for a while And then this guy shows up And bang they're gone Because you know what I'm not You know what the guy's just checking in At like, at like outdoor pools in the middle of November To win a mayorship. <laughs> the, the pool has been open for three months And he's checking into this place to keep the, keep the thing right So you know what forget it I don't, I don't care like, it's, it's like, you know, what, what so what? I'll find another way of promoting my community. Uh, I'll use Yelp or something, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, something else. I'll just, I'll do something else, but. Uh, we I'll go back to using Latitude. No, I, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> I'm almost done with Google too, by the way. Oh, really? I don't know. It's just, just uh, every time I log into Google, it says privacy has changed. Like, I just want to search. I, I just want to search for bike shops in New England. Why does this affect my privacy? It's a search engine. Stop. You guys were good at search. (laughs) You guys were good at mail. You're kind of okay with documents. Why is everything hitting my, my privacy? Why? Because you want to market the crap out of me to other people. Well, I might no, start using DuckDuckGo no, or the something. The thing is, they've
1: bought these companies that all have their own privacy policies and they let them run with that. And now someone said, let's, you know, enough. Let's just clean yeah, it but, up. But he, they, to- haven't,
0: they haven't let me go in and say, yeah, I accept these crappy policies. Just let me get it over with. At least Facebook changes it. You go in, you set it, they don't keep hammering it down your throat. I've been reminded about this privacy policy thing on Google now for close to a month and I can't do a damn thing about it. All it's yeah, doing well, it's is annoying is- the crap out of me every time I use a search. And I use a search bar or the search box five or six or seven or eight times a day. Well, you're damned if you do
1: and damned if you don't, right? Like if they don't keep telling people, someone's going to come along and say, Oh, you didn't tell me. Oh, no, no. Everybody knows the videos I watch on YouTube. Ah. Right? Fine. And, and if they do do it then everyone's like
0: oh what's this stupid
1: you know warning box
0: blocking my search box
1: and but you know
0: that. you know you notice the last video i posted i posted on vimeo no so i didn't i didn't even post it on youtube right. you know i i i we posted one video on youtube and i watched it the other day there's 17 adverts popping up all over it oh yeah i was like i i didn't i when did i say that was okay so, right. I don't know. Like, you know what? I'm Google hasn't done very much in the last little while to make me very happy about them. Uh I know you're you're big, you're big, you know, you this might affect your your possible chances of getting a job there one day, Eric, but I I'm I'm sorry. I I'm <laughs> I don't know if I can
1: be friends with you anymore. Well, it's... I'm quitting this podcast right now. Okay. Well, then...
2: What, well I, I, look what, uh a, a have, colleague of mine was talking about a buddy of his that works at google and he was pretty pissed of off he, he was pretty he was pretty angry because they were putting in a new climbing wall at the office <laughs> he what getting, he was finding it too hard to work <laughs> wow. because the new climbing wall was going in was making a lot of racket so
0: speak- wow. speaking of office renos, they they redid our floor at, at our, my office i've been i've been up in the in there's another i would call it the uh um, chicken Coop of Cubicleville <laughs> For the last three months we finally moved down to our, our new floor And I am, I've am i never been so pleased To work anywhere in my entire life I come to work every day I get outside of the elevator The elevator lands on my floor And I, I feel like I've arrived at an eye floor like, <laughs> like everything is, is white with, a lot, with some wood accents And it's gorgeous And it's really nice And everybody's smiling And it's very bright And uh, we've got our own little genius bar In the kitchen which is pretty awesome. Uh, so <laughs> you just go in the kitchen, uh, and and you know, and it's, it it just looks just like a Genius Bar. I, I don't know. It's just so it, it's so fun. It's i ama- I'd never thought that renovating a workspace would be so key to to my enjoyment of where I work as much as it is now. And and it is it's cool. It's nice. You know. It, it's 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 nice to be. Kind of looked after. So this guy who, who's complaining about his work wall, his climbing wall, I mean, okay, fine. You know, there's a little bit of racket here and there. But he'll, he'll, be, he'll be pushing 5'10", you know, or maybe some 5'11s soon enough. Or does it go down? I always forget this, Eric, again. 5'7", good, or 5'10", good? It's, it's the higher the number, the better. So, so the a 5'11 more- <laughs> is really hard. Yeah. And a one is like walking on a plank of wood.
1: No, not really, because the five means there's a considerable
0: degree of vertical, right? Okay, all right. So it's ladder vertical, but a five, but a five one versus a five eleven, we're talking about we're talking about uh, either either going up uh, an incline that is well, really, you're you're on top of the incline, and a five eleven is really you're climbing underneath an incline.
1: Well, really, the five eleven is the hardest move, right? Okay. So it could be a ladder right up to that five eleven move. And then a ladder afterwards. But ah, since right. there's a five eleven move on the climb, it's five and eleven. And the other thing too is it's it's often it's very subjective, right? So someone who always climbs in the same place, they might say, ah, it's, you know, this was whatever, it's a five ten. Whereas someone who climbs in a lot of places might come and say, well, you know, compared to other places, this is a five eleven, a five okay. nine.
2: I was led to believe there'd be no math involved tonight. <laughs>
0: Speaking of math, I was sitting on the train today, and I'm watching some guy do a Sudoku puzzle, and he's scratching his head, and he's, and he's, he's really thinking about it. And I'm going, this, this is like chess for people who can't do math. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> there's no math involved in Sudoku. You just got to know where to put a number. That is all you need to do. You don't have to count in Sudoku. You, hey. you don't have to. You don't have You don't have to count up. To, all you need to know is that one through nine, all those numbers must be in the squares. That's all you need to know. You no. just have to know the sequence of numbering. You don't need to add anything.
1: Don't don't
0: they have to add up? They don't. No no no. They have to just be. You can't have a line in Sudoku that has like three ones. So you got a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, all the way down to the bottom, what? Right? And then the same thing across. Right, And they can't be as well, like you have like a, a, a nine square, you can't have in that nine square because it's like six, nine squares or nine nine squares. Yeah. you can't have a, a, a two ones in that nine square, so you can't have it on the same line, vertical, you can't have it in the same horizontal line, and you can't have it in that same square. All it is 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 chess for people who can't do math. Okay.
2: Yeah, but where it gets difficult in, uh, in, in, in Sudoku is that you, if they give you a lot of numbers, it's easy when they give you like three numbers, those could rack your brain forever. And you you, you see how tough it is when you watch the um, the computer step-by-step step step it. The
0: Sudoku World Championship, is that what you're about to say?
2: No, but if you watch like a computer step-by-step <laughs> step it and it shows you what possible numbers you can have in each box, you know, you might have – you know, at the beginning, eight possible numbers for a box, right? Okay, okay. okay. And, and as it steps through, it gets tougher and tougher. It, it, you know, so at, it, at
0: what point? At what point in your in your train of thought did you think it was a good idea to Google how to do pseudocode and then watch a video about it?
2: No, I, I didn't say <laughs> so watch what, a what is video. It? Is that a new said, is that
0: a new tech TV? Is that a new G four show? No, you can pseudocode you can actually, for hardcore players.
2: You can actually have. <laughs> the 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 iPad game showed the oh, okay. cheat of okay. how to do it so what it does is it exposes the numbers for each box that are legal moves uh, up to what you know at this point so you know that the 3s already taken in the line in the line in the box you're in right so you know that we can't have a three anywhere else. But that's all you know about that box is there's no threes available. So it'll show you all these numbers. But as you discover more and more numbers throughout the grid, those those numbers that are surrounding the box disappear because uh, now the four is not available and the seven is not available. So as you step through and the computer is che- like basically going cheat mode and it's just showing you step by step how you would solve it, you realize how – one bad number can screw you over or freeze you dead solid, even though you think it's a legal move. It might not be because three steps ahead, that one should have been somewhere else.
0: So okay, my, is, my my apologies. I thought you had you had gone into Google and typed in Sudoku number five twelve walkthrough. No, <laughs> just, <laughs> and, just, and just decided to watch the YouTube's about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. Yeah, maybe, it's right. a, maybe it's I want this is
2: full retraction.
0: This, this is aftershock of the four squat rat. I'm sorry. I'm, I'll be a little bit less aggressive from now on, everybody. I, uh, I yeah,
2: apologize. You need like a dopamine hit at this point, just to. <laughs> uh,
0: I miss this, guys. This is fun. This is we haven't done this in a while. And you know what? We haven't talked about a single bit of technology, really. We've talked about dickhead squatting places, but that's about all.
2: Well. um, you talked about uh, the GPSs a little while ago. I was reading something interesting. Well, first of all, most of the guys, uh, most of the companies are getting out of the business of the handheld devices because there's no money in them, right? They're just as cheap as they can get now, and there's no margins on them. So they're they're either moving into two spaces: the the automobile space where they're built-in satnavs, or they're actually selling the data they've acquired over the last ten years to insurance companies so they're they're actually selling to insurance companies the information on accidents and uh, traffic patterns in areas so that they can use that information to to pattern rates and premiums for people in certain neighborhoods and stuff so that that's opening up a new box because once you start selling data, you just have to keep selling the data as it
0: so Updates. where where was my privacy setting on, on GPS? How do they get? Sorry, how does the TomTom, who is basically just a time receiver, knowing my patterns, is the device storing where I've been and then reporting it back when I plug it back into my computer?
2: No, most of them have uh, Bluetooth to connect to your device so that you can get real time traffic information.
0: Although, no, I mean, no. okay, those ones, the yes, ones that connect uh, to my cell phone. But, but the the TomTom the Tom, uh, Go, Go 720, which you recommended to me on your lovely article, which has now been surpassed by Eric's Evernote uh, versus uh, SugarSync? No, what was it? Evernote versus... What? Evernote versus SpringPad. Evernote versus SpringPad article, which is, is racking in amazing views and comments. And thank you to everybody who's reading that. I don't know why this is so interesting, but anyways... Uh, because uh, you wrote it, okay, okay. Eric is awesome. Everybody, nope. one, two, three. Eric's awesome. Yeah. Eric's still in the same
2: room as his microphone. I can barely <laughs> hear him. A...
0: Sorry, I'm not looking at the microphone. I'm looking at the. Okay. Engine. So because I
1: have a window during the day.
0: No, but but the, but the 720 that I bought, it only goes on. Like I I bring it back to my computer every couple of months to make sure it's updated with new maps. That, that you know, but it's not connected to my Bluetooth ever it it's just sits there and it basically tells me where to go and that's why we bought it so when we go to the states we don't get a, we don't get dinged with a data and traffic charge right right mhm so i i can understand the one on the phones being that way but are they are were they collecting data from my device on the device and, store, and sending it back or not cuz then i, I have believe- i have an issue
2: I don't believe so. I think it's really the ones that are are getting real-time traffic uh, information. They're okay. getting it because all the other
1: GPSs are reporting back no, their real-time no. traffic. No, because the one I got has the, the traffic on it, and it's a, it's a service that's offered by various public. But uh, through a cell phone? no.
0: How, no. how how were you getting? Help? Yeah, yeah, but hold on a second. No, 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 you no, no, have no, no Some that...
2: Indian branded, you know,
0: generic. Oh, stop you're not talking he, about he, he
1: bought a Tom Tom.
0: Give him a it's break. A I'm gonna de- I'm gonna defend Eric for a second here.
1: The Tom Tom via, the Tom Tom via 1435. That's when they outsourced it to India, though. No, just kidding. I'm, kidding.
0: I'm, kidding. I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> no, listen, no. no, but no, uh, but but it's, and, I, the, and I and I bought the Tom Tom because of the article. Yeah. Because of Steve's <laughs> article, yes, always TomTom. Tom, a- you owe us like five hundred bucks by now. So, so, so let me just let me let me just uh, uh, reiterate how a TomTom works. There are satellites in the sky, and all they do is they send out time codes. That's all that satellite GPS satellites do. They send out time codes, right? And the satellite, the GPS machine all it does is it receives that time code from different satellites. So it says satellite 1 time code this t- this time. Satellite 2 time code this time. Satellite code anyways. So basically then what happens is that your GPS receiver receives that time code at another time code and it says based on the fact that we know where this time code is and how long it took to reach us this time code, we can, t- we can say that we are X number of miles away from this satellite. And it draws a circle on the planet and says, you are in this area of this circle. Now, the second satellite gives you another time code and it draws another circle. So now we're creating like a Venn diagram, right? And then when you add in a third... Oh, wait, wait, wait. No math, remember? No math. No maps yet. This is just Venn... No, nope. this- not maps. Math. Math, Steve no ma- said, oh, Okay, no math. so well, Venn diagram is logic, too, right? Right. So I can be vampire, I can be monster, and I can be dickhead, and that would give me Twilight. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so I have my Venn diagrams, and I, and they're all. And then when I bring in my third satellite, it tr- it creates like a triangle where those satellites, satellites intersect, and that's called triangulation. Right, for, for, this is very really layman's terms of how this thing works. You add in more satellites and suddenly you, now you get, ele, you get precision and then you get elevation, right? So all it does is it receives, measures, and puts you on a map. It never calls back to the satellite or else you'd have a big monstrous dish on your roof. All it does is it receives stuff. It never ever shares that unless you hook it up to your cell phone. So my, my, my biggest fear is that, is that over the last five years, those, the, they, as these devices got smarter, they've started caching where I've been and then reporting it back to TomTom. And if that's an issue, if that happening, that's an issue. But from what I Steve's saying, that's not an issue. And it's just when I use my, my Google Maps and my other stuff. So again, Google is evil. Google so you asked
1: you for permission. You just don't remember saying yes.
0: I, I said, yeah, tell me how to get there. I didn't say, yeah, sell my location to Steve's uh, other company so Steve can make $4 million. Sorry, Steve. I added your little plan there. Okay. Did we get anywhere with that or I'm just rambling? I don't know. Somewhere it, I think we this, veered off into the rambling. Is this where we play rat hole music? That's good. Or is that another podcast? It, <laughs> So anyway, so uh where were we going with that? Anybody? Really? Bueller? No, I just I uh, was
2: a non sequitur.
0: Bueller? Bueller? Anybody see that Super Bowl commercial and think it was any good? Which commercial? The Bueller. It was weak. One? It was weak, eh? Felt like, like a sellout. Like Ferris Bueller would never sold sell that sell out as Ferris Bueller, but Matthew Broderick definitely sold Ferris Bueller out. Or would Ferris <laughs> Bueller sell out? Like, I didn't think Ferris, would, you know, the whole save Ferris thing. I didn't think Ferris would ever, ever sell out, but maybe he did. I don't know. Wow, it's gone quiet.
2: Didn't see I was yet. waiting for you to say Bueller. Bueller. Bueller.
0: Anybody economics? Uh, Ronald Reagan called these economics. They're something economics. Voodoo economics, everybody. <laughs> no. Nobody ever remembers that one either, eh? they <laughs> fine. Are we showing our age now? <laughs> oh,
2: I was just going to say I saw it on Netflix, but... Um...
0: Oh! Mm. You're not on Netflix. No, I'm not. That was, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, you, that was a joke. Okay. Yeah. So anybody see... um. Are we going to do the technology thing or should we just end it like this? You're like, hey, guys. Well, if you want
2: to talk technology, Apple just bought Chomp. So what is Chomp? Chomp is an app discovery uh, app, I guess. What? <laughs> and What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's an app that, that, that helps you discover cool apps, let's say, for iPhone. I thought that's so, what
0: Genius was supposed to do.
2: Well... The, the, for music right so it tells you what you like and stuff' but but that's basically essentially what chomp did so what 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 Apple is basically buying is they're buying a new app suggestion engine and the architects and engineers that built it and from what i from what i what I've read online and it could not be very accurate uh they're basically gonna be revamping their app suggestion um, um Algorithms based on the technology they acquired at Chomp, so uh,
0: that's uh, pretty cool. Because I have to admit, like after after playing uh, Fruit Ninja for a while and Angry Birds, I, I'm getting a little fed up of of those games, and I, it would be nice to have another another option. So maybe, maybe this will make it better. And I, I have to admit, I, I go in now to the iTunes Store, and I do have trouble finding finding new apps. I, I I'm going on based on recommendations on people's blogs, uh, like if, if if you know. Some guy like Steve Hackett says something's cool. I'll have a look at it. If uh, John Gruber okay's it, usually I'm okay with that too. Um, I've gotten a little bit elitist with my uh, with my uh, my searches, but yeah, I mean, I I don't really trust what's in the uh, in, in the App Store anymore. And and same thing goes with the Mac App Store. That thing's just a mess. Uh, the, it's the, a,
2: it's a little vague. Eh? I mean, it, it's, it's barely meta
0: tagged. It's badly metatagged. And
2: it's got large buckets, you know. Ugh. It's like, here's a bunch of stuff.
0: Like, I want to be able to put into it and, and go into it and say, okay, get me Quicken. And it says, I'm sorry. Into it still being dickheads about Quicken, but here, have you tried iCash? And then I would try iCash. But no, it just says, uh, I don't know what you mean. And I don't want to suggest anything else because it might affect my uh, revenue stream in the future. So, I don't know. Who knows? No? Euler, <laughs> all right, let's end that. Let's 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 <laughs> put this let's put this on a rest, and uh, and hopefully, we'll get some of the other guys up on the next show and uh, and take it from there. I want to we've been ranting and raving now for like 50 minutes, so I want to thank you guys. It's been it's been a great show. It's great to be back in the back on the ball and and having some fun and and letting me vent. Uh, I'll probably be less aggressive towards Steve on the train tomorrow. Um, he probably he probably might start playing uh, Need for Speed, uh, Hot Pursuit again. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm still not over that. <laughs> <laughs> Refer back to tweets of the month of November to find out what the whole hell's on about. But anyways, so thank you, everybody. And uh, I guess we'll see you guys all next time. Thank you, Steve.
2: Bye. Thank you. Bye, and everyone. Bye, Eric. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.